It's Wednesday night, and that means it's time for Joe Dirt and Billy the Kid and Dirt World. Take it away, guys. Good evening, Jack Smith. Good evening, everybody on the Dirt World audience. Uh, as Jack said, here on Wednesday, December seventh, two thousand, December seventeenth, two thousand and eight, our final show of the two thousand and eight season. And man, it has just been a wonderful ride with my good friend Billy the Kid. I am Joe Dirt, and we want you to be a part of the program tonight. What could be perhaps the biggest ever? Dirt World Show at Yahoo.com. Billy, Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas to you, and Merry Christmas to all the listeners. And uh, before we get going, I want to say uh, welcome home, Jimbo, who uh, spent a couple of days in the hospital with pneumonia. And uh, Jimbo's a fellow I met at uh, working at Ocala this year. He worked over there with me a little bit. And uh, got a call last Wednesday. He said he was in the hospital with a little bit of pneumonia, but uh, maybe he's out tonight. Listen, I know he got out, so maybe he's listening. And uh, Jimbo, man, for me and Joe, get better, buddy, and we miss you this weekend at the track. Keith Briggs calls him the man of steel. Could not believe that he was actually hospitalized with pneumonia. And when I met Jimbo the couple of times that I have, the man is just as virile as can be. He's a strong dude and uh, young enough and healthy enough, really surprised that he did contract pneumonia, man. Yeah, but, you know, getting back to the show, this was something that we kicked off a little bit earlier in the season, right around the Knoxville Nationals time, and... uh, I want to say, man, uh, on behalf of myself, I mean, I really enjoy doing this show with you on Wednesday. I enjoy the relationship I have with Jack Smith now and uh, all the things that are going on. But, yeah, you are extremely right. Tonight is probably one of the best shows. Don't get me wrong. Every show we've had has been huge. But this is big, man. This is uh, this is like taking a crane and lifting a, uh, something out of the ocean that's been there for 30 years. We've been trying all year to get Steve Kinzer with us, and we finally landed Steve Kinzer, and he'll be on the air with us tonight about 8 o'clock. But first off out of the shoot, we're going to have Ken Schrader. Absolutely. Kenny Schrader, of course, uh, racing some 50 to 60 dirt races uh, already scheduled in 2009. Picked up a big win at the Holiday Convention Classic this weekend out of Volusia Speedway Park. That was the Friday night portion. And Ken Schrader, let me tell you folks, served notice when he got onto that racetrack that he was the man to beat. And you just got to think that, I mean, this was a nice test in tune for February where he will certainly try to defend that Dirt Car Nationals crown. Also, we had Shannon Buckingham scheduled. I just talked to Shannon before we went live. He's been flying standby all day long. He just got on the aircraft in Charlotte. He actually got seated. He took the cell phone call. He said, Joe, I'm in the seat right now. We're about to take off. So uh, he is going against the federal, uh, the FAA rules by using that cell phone. But, you know, Shannon picking up the win at the fourth annual Neesmith Chevrolet Dirt Late Model Series World Championship at East Bay on Saturday night. And uh, Shannon was so ready to be on the program tonight, but unfortunately the way the flying schedule has fallen today, he's on the plane right now. So we'll, we'll try to get Shannon next we'll uh, make a We'll make a pack. We're going to take next week off and the following week off. Right. The very first show for next season, we'll start out with the Crate Nationals winner, Shannon Buckingham. We'll get him and somebody else on the air with us. But, you know, I we got to get Ken Schrader pretty early here because he's having a. He just called a little bit ago and he's having a Christmas party for his for his company. So we're not going to tie him up very long, but we will talk about his big win Friday night and we'll talk about what he's got coming up for Dirt Car Nationals and that modified. Absolutely, got just a couple of minutes, and, and Jack, we're going to take a quick break here in just a moment, and of course give you an opportunity. We will get of course Schrader on the on the line, but uh, let's talk about East Bay Saturday night before we get into the Volusia deal a little bit later in the program. Um, Big one, once again, man, $10,000 Buckingham pocketed driving that uh, uh, Bloomquist Toyota. First $10,000 to win race he's ever won. If you can believe that, he's been racing about three years now. But uh, Shannon Buckingham, uh, you know, moved around Rodney Melvin on like lap 45. Rodney, of course, a former UMP champion uh, from Indiana or Illinois. Dennis Herb Jr. finished third. Tim McCready was in the house. He finished fourth. Fifth, it was our very own Josh Peacock. What a run he had. McCready was actually driving. Keith Noswick's 102 right, car. Right, right, right. Uh, if you see some of the pictures with McCready, he's actually wearing Keith Noswick's Mopar fire suit. 
nice. uh, this was a deal that happened last week. Uh, they were over there testing and uh, actually blowed up a motor and uh, got one of the other motors, I believe, from Jack Nosbick and stuck it in the car. And McCready said, can I make a lap? And I guess McCready went out and made a pretty quick lap, and they made a deal where Stay McCready in. would drive the car. And, Heck, uh, yeah. He said he didn't want no money. He just won the race, and he got locked in Friday night by finishing third in the heat. But a lot of big heavy hitters down there. Oh, yeah. You got Rodney Melvin, who's a UMP champ. You got uh, Dennis Herb, who's a UMP champ. Summer national champ. Shannon Buckingham, uh, who's, a, who's a great expert. Absolutely. Tim McCready, who's a World of Outlaw champ. You got Josh Indeed. Peacock, Rookie of the Year. Sean Smith. There was a lot of big. Randy King, Concordia was yep. there. Doug Horton back again. Yep. Bill Cobb, uh, he finished sixth. It was, Billy. Jeff Matthews, he was able to salvage top ten. Uh, Sean Smith, like you said, um, finished in the 17th spot. Stacey Roberts was there, 16th, and Randy Cordy, 19th. But, Stacey uh, Roberts actually started on the front row. He spun Buckingham right. early on. Buckingham recovered from that and was finally able to move around. But right. uh, him and Roberts got together, and, uh, you know, Shannon said, I thought that might have been it, but we recovered and obviously uh, picked up the win. So good night had by all. I talked to Scott McAllister uh, after the uh, event. He called me and uh, said, man, the place was just packed. And what can you say? As always. It's it's always. It's always packed. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty good deal. I kind of missed that Crate Nationals with us racing that Volusia because it's something we take in and go down there every year, too. But mm-hmm. uh, it is what it is, man. Hey, good program at Volusia Speedway Park this weekend, and we will get into that in depth as the program wears on. Right now, we're going to step back a quick pit stop. Thanks, everybody. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, the driver of the number nine Federated Auto Parts Modified. The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. Hey, race fans, it's Christmas time, and that only means one thing. It's time to visit Billy the Kid's Diecast Center. This is something that if you haven't seen them yet, get on DirtWorldRacing.com, take a look at them, and you can see I got, there's uh, two pages of cars. There's also a checkout where you can buy them off the line there. Get your favorite Dirt Lake Model Diecast today on DirtWorldRacing.com. Buy right online. Use your credit card, PayPal. Get one today. Heck, get two today. Hey, buy a dozen of them. Give them to your friends. Billy's Diecast Center, DirtWorldRacing.com. It's time to get back to the action with Joe Dirt, Billy the Kid. This is Dirt World. Welcome back, everybody, to Dirt World here for Wednesday, December 17th, 2008. With Billy the Kid, I'm Joe Dirt, here to take your emails on TheRealRaceInUSA.com. Folks, email us at DirtWorldShow at Yahoo.com. As promised, on the line with us right now, driver originating from Fenton, Missouri, serving notice Saturday night at Volusia Speedway Park. Or Friday, night. Friday night at Volusia Speedway Park. He was indeed the man to beat. Joining us here on Dirt World for this first appearance here in 2008, it is Ken Schrader. Ken, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Doing Ken, fine. Thank, Ready to 
Ready, ready to get uh, racing down to Lucia again come February. Man, I'm telling you, we talked in victory lane, and, you know, just watching you out there from the get-go on uh, Friday night, I mean, this had to be somewhat of a kind of a, a test in tune for you. You're looking to follow up that Dirt Car Nationals championship, but good Lord, man, when did you realize the car was going to be as good as it was? <laughs> well, you know, we didn't get the, the little test session Thursday night got rained out, so I right. thought it was pretty decent in hot laps, but we, we came down with, with a little bit different setup than uh, normally run, so I uh, just wanted to see how it works before we go back down there in February. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, just a, an amazing run for you. Ken, take a minute and tell us about this race car. Now, certainly th- this looks like the same car we saw at uh, February 2008, but uh, kind of a stretch from anything that, you know, that we're running there at Volusia visibly. Is this thing uh, just kind of a, a little bit advanced in its time? Talk about the chassis, if you would. Well, it's uh, Kelly Shyrock uh, from up Iowa, uh, eight-time USMPS champion, uh, built a built car. It's a uh, skyrocket chassis, they call it. Uh, we haven't run that car a ton of times, maybe 20, 25. Uh, ran it the last three nights uh, during Speed Week down there in February. Uh, very happy with it. It's been a good car. Kelly's helped us a lot. Uh, it looks a lot different from the other cars because uh, the nose is so much longer. Right, right, right. right. Uh, which is something that kind of baffles us because uh, I think the UMP rule is either 40 or 42 inches from the center of the front uh, front spindle. And most everybody runs about 30 inches, and we just elect to make our, you know, go ahead and to uh, do the maximum. I don't know if there's any advantage there, but uh, like the way it looks. You know, you're talking about that for the UMP mods, and uh, I know this year everybody's looking forward to, or next year, whatever you say, in 2009, everybody's looking forward to the first Saturday night when it's 5,000 a win. I'm sure when it comes down to that, that you're going to be on top of your game, and I'm sure that's one thing you're looking forward to. Oh, most definitely, you know, uh, Last year was the first year we went down for Speed Week and, and ran the whole thing and just had such a good time. The last year we didn't get to run Saturday night because we were over there at Bud Shootout. Uh, this year we won't be in the shootout, so, uh, you know, we'll be worrying about that dirt car more and just love to come down there where you can, you know, we bring a camper, we stay there the whole time and just run that many nights in a row at the same place. What, what good racing, what good competition. Yeah, no doubt. Kenny, talk about the, the late model program. Certainly you've dusted that off a couple of times here in 2008. Any uh, aspirations perhaps uh, get that in the Dirt Car Nationals? Uh, no, we won't bring it down for that. We run the late model. Uh, we ran it quite a bit. The last time this year that we ran it, we went to the uh, Wednesday night uh, World Outlaw Show at Charlotte to make up deal before the World Finals, and they had 81 of them there for the uh, for the outlaw race, and we, we got in the show and the uh, we were we wound up twelve. That's all line. We were we were better than that till about four or five to go and made some wrong decisions and wound up twelve. But uh, you know, just filed an entry for the Colosso next year and uh, we'll run the late model uh, about as much as the modified. We ran our dirt cars fifty five nights this year. Wow, Kenny. You know, here we Billy and myself and just like you, we've been dirt when dirt wasn't cool, and, and now you see the resurgence of dirt car racing and just how popular it is throughout the country, certainly many of the cup drivers cutting their teeth on the dirt tracks throughout, uh, you know, the country. And, and now, of course, the prelude to the dream, and, and it seems like so many cup drivers have some sort of affiliation with a dirt team, you know, whether it's a Tony Stewart, uh, uh, Clint Boyer, uh, yourself. You know, do, do, is this a trend that, that you can also see here over the last couple of years, or has it always been like this? Well, we've got a lot more people involved the uh, last couple of years. Uh, Kenny Wallace has been a big part of that because 
Oh, you know, he he got involved, and he just talks it up so much. And, uh, you know, Kenny talks a lot. So, I mean, a lot of people hear it. Uh, and Tony's uh, Prelude to Dream has, has obviously been a big part of that also. But, boy, you just can't beat uh, the excitement and the fun uh, uh, of the dirt racing. Now, you know, I drove that cup car for a number of years and, you know, felt an honor to drive it and had, had a good time, still do, had, had a really good time driving it. Uh, but that dirt's just a little bit different. It's not as quite as much follow leader. Uh, some, you know, some of our cup tracks are different than others. Some of them are uh, more multi-grooved than others. But uh, boy, with that dirt car, you just smoke down in there and go over there, not. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but I, yeah, I, he does, I was told that I that I that I should ask this question. January 29th, 30th, and 31st at Ocala Speedway, which had just made dirt this season. Is having the UMP mods with the All-Star Circuit of Champions sprint cars. you think there's a chance we might see Schrader with his mod that weekend at Ocala? <laughs> that's, that's a long way away. I don't know about that yet. I do know about Volusia, though. We will be there, but I, I, I can't answer about uh, Ocala because there's also the uh, Southern All-Stars are running four nights in a row, uh, you know, at the Golden Isle then. So I don't right. know what we're going to do. Right. That's just a toss out there. So. Oh, that's definitely a chance. Yeah, no doubt. Kenny, just what a pleasure to have you on board. And, folks, we've got Ken just for a few more minutes, if that. If you've got a question for him, uh, visit DirtWorldShow at Yahoo.com if you've got a question for Kenny Schrader. Kenny, we keep this show exclusive to dirt. This was a promise we made to our listeners and ourselves some 16 weeks ago, and we've really held true. But, uh, you know, what is in the pipeline for perhaps the ARCA effort or anything else for Ken Schrader Racing? Well, for Schrader Racing, uh I know that I'm going to run, I think, five ARCA races so far. Uh, we got Bill Baird in the car for two races. So that's seven of the 21, you know, we're, we're a third of the way there. We're, we're looking at possibly uh, running a full schedule. Uh, we have some sponsorship in place with Federated Auto Parts, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see. We're also going to run truck a couple times. Uh, we're working on a lot of that now, and uh, it's really no different than uh, – than we've been in years past. I mean, sponsorship's a little bit harder right now, but we've usually been a, someone that lands something to, in January. Federate Outparts will be back on all of our dirt racing. Uh, I think this is the 10th season with them, and uh, nice. we couldn't couldn't ask for a better sponsor than they've been. Yeah, got Red Baron on board as well, helping. Yeah, well, Red Baron uh, has been, we've been doing stuff with them since uh, 1986. That, that's, a, that's a blessing right there, those kind of relationships, and, and that's something that all of our young drivers can certainly you know, listen to it, kind of take heed to the fact that, you know, you take care of these sponsors and, and, and you uphold your obligation from a race car standpoint, a driver's standpoint, and, uh, uh, you know, that's when the, the relationship can develop. Next question, Kenny, talk about uh, Peebley. How's things going up there at the racetrack? Oh, we, we uh, Peebley had a real good year. Uh, we, we got a uh, little bit of trouble with the weather uh, between uh, the Peebley track, uh, the track in Paducah, Kentucky, and the track in Macon. We got the involved in three of them now, but uh, all three of them fought some weather issues, but when we were open and had some decent weather, uh, crowds were up, and everything went good. Nice. Being a racetrack owner, do you hear a lot of the drivers having a problem with the economy the way it is, maybe cutting back racing some, or have, have you found that to be a problem or not? Well, I hear that, but I also see more and more cars showing up at every race, so, you know, we've seen <laughs> We seem to see that, too. We seem to see where they say it, it might take a toll on them. But no matter what, I think the, even though the economy the way it is, you still got to have fun. you got to live. That's right. Uh, you got to have fun, and people are going to go out and, and uh, 
purchase some entertainment somewhere. And I think right now is a wonderful time for the local uh, local dirt tracks to uh, really capitalize and uh, maybe build the crowds up. Well, you know, Volusia Speedway Park had a, a very successful season. Uh, dirt racing down here in the south, though, Ken, it does struggle when you get, you know, in the deep south here in, in central Florida. It really does. I mean, there's racetracks to, to, to choose from and different offerings, but for all intents and purposes, it struggles. And you guys are kind of got it real good up there in the Midwest, Missouri, and, and Kentucky, of course, uh, the old Tennessee Valley up there. That's where, of course, it is just as strong as ever. And, you know, the, the fact that you're involved at an ownership level, I just think that it just speaks volumes of, of your stature and just how much of a commitment that you have to it. You know, this is it's your blood, man, there's no doubt. Well, we've, we've had the, the track in St. Louis, the I-55, and people, uh, I think next year will be our 15th season yep. that uh, that we've had that track and had a lot of fun with it, spent a fortune on it, you know, trying to make it nicer sure. and stuff. But, uh, you know, the people uh, around there and a lot of traveling spectators have, have uh, blessed us for coming out and supporting the track. So uh, we're just looking forward to doing more and more to it. Absolutely. As Joe said a little bit earlier, and a lot of people probably didn't realize this because I believe the Modifieds got rained out the last night this year at Dirt Car Nationals. You were the 2008 Dirt Car UMP Mod champion. Um, and I remember you saying, I want my eagle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that was a big, huge thing, Kenny. I mean, you know, with, I know Wallace was talking about it on on the speed all week about how he had to go to dirt track and try to outrun run you yeah. and try to outrun Steve Arpin. But I tell you something, but last year one night we had over a hundred something cars, and for you to be the the UMP uh, Dirt Car Nationals champion, that's a pretty big thing. But I mean, that's not like winning a Winston Cup race or Nextel Cup race, but you know, that's pretty good. Well, I don't care what you're racing, when eighty plus of them show up, it's not easy, you know. Yeah. And uh, we, we're we're extremely proud of that. We we're very uh, excited about that last year. Felt good that we were able to spot everybody at night too, because we didn't come Saturday because I was right. in the in the Bud Shootout over right. to Speedway, so didn't uh, didn't run Saturday. And then uh, I guess one of the nights we had a late practice. Got there, had tagged back with B, and uh, right. got in. But uh, yeah, it's not easy, that's for sure. Kenny, you know the the big thing here, the the buzz down here, of course, is. Finally, the UMP modified ranks are getting their due here at Volusia with a $5,000 to win finale, of course, the Gator Challenge. These guys are finally, I think, starting to get the recognition, not only from the uh, you know the spectators, but now the administration and, and, and from the sanctioning body themselves. Seeing the value of, of the UMP mods and just how many straight nights you guys run, you are indeed the iron men and women of the uh, Dirt Car Nationals. And finally, finally, some big money on the line for those guys that really deserve it. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Modifieds are definitely, uh, as far as membership and car count and everything, they're one of the backbones of uh, UMP. And UMP is stronger throughout the Midwest uh, uh, than in some other parts of the country. But Modifieds are definitely uh, some of the backbones uh, of UMP, and uh, it, it's neat what they're doing. Also, though, it uh, that, that way they don't have to worry about having 100-plus cars for three nights right. in a row. They can run 50 one night, 50 the next, and... and then just put 50 together for the third night. Absolutely. I was talking to one local driver yesterday, and he was talking about uh, how he's going to run the Dirt Car Nationals for the first time ever. But while while we're talking about this, a lot of people don't know, Kenny, that they have you guys have to draw every night. You don't get a chance to qualify. So if, if you draw a bad pill, it is what it is. If there's 120 cars and you draw a bad pill, you're going to start last and one the heat. 
you may end up in the B main. And that's what I was explaining to this guy. And he goes, no qualifying for 100 cars? I said, no, only the late models and the sprint cars get to qualify. You guys have to draw. Which well, don't make I, it so bad, but, you know, the one night you might draw good, the next night you might draw bad. I talked to him about that the other day, and there's no way that we can qualify the modified, but uh, I was with the World uh, uh, Racing Group and, and trying to get them to do some passing points uh, for that race. Right. Passing points. That way, you know, you start 12th in the heat race, and you get the fifth, and you're still two-way of transferring, but, you you know, you, you really ran good in your heat, and that'll that'll put you in good shape for the for the right. B if it doesn't put you in. So they're looking at different things, but it's... You know, it, it just doesn't make much difference. Uh, right. You got that many cars. You got to do what you got to do, and the, uh, the fastest cars always wind up at the front. That's right, Ken. We're going to go to the email back. Got just a couple of quick questions. We know you've got to go to Christmas parties tonight, and your time uh, obviously. Yeah, they're important. they're all here now. <laughs> all right, hey, uh, a driver, uh, uh, one of our fans from Tennessee, Dirt Racer Twenty, asked Ken Schrader, "Will we see Ricky Carmichael on dirt any time, maybe in your month?" Well, Ricky's in the basement right now, so if we could, he's there at the, the Shred Race Christmas party, flew in today. But right. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get him out to play. Uh, got close last year. He was going to come to Peely to run a show, and it was when the uh, X Games were, and he did the, the high jump thing. Uh, right. So we didn't wasn't able to get him there, but we will get him to a, a couple racetracks. Very well. And one more, Ken. Uh, have you ever been to Tennessee Motor Speedway in Baxter, Tennessee? We need someone to open this track back up. I think they want you to buy it, Kenny. And uh, Billy and his crew might open it up, but they may need some help with it. You ever been to Baxter up there? No, sir. I don't uh, I don't believe so. Uh, we haven't raced a ton in Tennessee, maybe half a dozen places, maybe a little more than that. But, uh, man, unfortunately, there's so many good tracks uh, in the country right now that uh, are either shut down uh, or are for sale, so uh, you know it just. Uh, well, it, it, you got to have a passion to run these things, and uh, you know it's it's not like they're big money makers, but uh, you got to really work hard at it. And I know you'd, uh, if you could, you'd buy up every track that needs uh, help from a guy like you. I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Schrader, uh, man, what a what a just a pleasant experience to have you on Dirt World here tonight. Really, it was a, a pleasure. Uh, thank you once again. Enjoy your Christmas party there for Kenny Schrader Racing. Uh, from all of us here at Dirt World, Merry Christmas, and uh, certainly hope to see you in February, my man. Well, we will definitely be there. I look forward to seeing y'all. Thanks, Ken. Thank you, man. Yes. All right, buddy. See you later. Ken Schrader. Christmas party at home in Charlotte, North Carolina. has got them all coming. Ricky flew in, Carmichael, that is, and uh, he is just getting ready to celebrate the holidays. Great interview with that driver, of course, that, uh, you know, his experience is, is just amazing in, in you know, every form of racing, you know, looking at some of the biography of Ken Schrader, you know, you know, his dad in Fenton, Missouri, actually tied a go-kart to a stump in the middle of the backyard, and he would actually do laps and do circles around that stump until the car ran out of gas. He'd look up at his dad and say, put some more gas in it. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> we was, I was talking to one of the mod drivers this weekend or this week, and we were talking about dirt car nationals, and he was like, man, I don't think I'm going to run because I couldn't even run with Schrader Friday night. I said, hell, bud, nobody can run with yeah, Schrader. Not at all. I said, but let me help you understand something. You did run second to Schrader, okay? Right. And a lot of guys ran second to Schrader last year. The hey, dirt car you pulled a hang with him on a restart but, a little bit, too. But I will tell you this. All that means is you're a top five or six car dirt car national. That's so true. That doesn't mean that you're top, that you're 10 or 15. You're, Schrader ran off from a lot of people last year. Him and Kenny Wallace was the class. And I will be honest with you, when Steve Arpin got hurt, yeah, it opened that, up a yeah. lot of eyes. It really did. But Steve Arpin, yeah, he he'll be him. back this year. He'll be really good again. Yeah. 
But, you know, you have six or eight or maybe you have 100 cars. You have six or eight guys that when they draw bad, they don't even give it a whirl. They just wait till tomorrow night and try it again. Yeah. So, you know, Charlie McNichol made it twice last year, three yep. times, and, 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 and I think some of the local guys can make it. Dave Barber had a great run Friday night, went to the back for an instant. He was involved in early, came back to second. You never know here, but he yeah. might, we, we might have a local guy this year knock down a dirt car national win. That would be unbelievable. It would be Dave, awesome. Yeah, it really would. Dave Barber's got a good shot at doing that. You talk about not only the modifieds, but you got some late model drivers that are that are looking to do this as well. Ivan and Lloyd, and uh, you know, there's a handful looking to compete in the uh, 38th annual dirt Jesse, car Jesse Stowall was sitting next to me in the tower Friday night. Jesse Stowall was last year's winner opening night for the UMP Dirt Car Modifieds. Yep. We watched the we watched the uh, modified race and the late model race sitting there together, and you know what he kept saying to me? Watch that 56 car. And he kept asking, where's this guy from? I said, he's from around here. He comes here. And same way with 145, all the guys, the 15, all the guys he was asking. You know what? They've stepped up their game here. That's what he said to me. The modified guy, he said, I don't know why some of these local guys don't try, why they don't come out and run. We might see that change this year, man. There's no doubt about it. We certainly can hope that is the case. Thanks to Dirt Racer 20 for asking Ken Schrader a couple of questions on Touching on that, touching on that uh, Baxter Motor Speedway, it's actually Tennessee Motor Speedway. It's in Baxter. It's one of the racetracks that we looked at when we were at Crossville last year, and uh, we will make a trip back there in January. I've been told to take another look at this place. and uh, It wasn't sold after all? It's not sold. Um, the guy still has it for sale. It's an awesome racing facility. It's one that Benny Corbin built. Uh, it's awesome. I, I didn't mean, know Benny built Baxter. Yeah, it's an awesome facility. It's one of the finest racing facilities in the state of Tennessee. Um, I think that kind of spoiled things at the other direction. We went and looked at this place and saw it's for sale. I think it kind of spoiled things for us. So, uh, I've been told we're going to go back in January and take another look at this place. It's an awesome facility. Uh, all the pittings on the outside in turn one, just like Charlotte. How far is it from Crossville? About 47 miles. Okay, so that's doable. But that's it's, doable. A, it's a nice facility. Got one light tower that runs the whole place. It's a nice place. Is this the track that's actually in central time, whereas Crossville's No, Crossville, Crossville's actually in central time. They're both actually in central time. What was the other track that the no, concern was, was competing against it, but it was a central time Fort's in first. Eastern? Wartsburg. Okay, Wartsburg. Okay, very well. Very well. But yeah, then, you know, touching on that, that's what the Dirt uh, Dirt Monster Twenty was talking about. Dirt Racer Twenty. That's my good buddy out of Tennessee. I actually talked to him a little bit last on the phone, and uh, we were talking about that some. And uh, he actually had a couple cars. He uh, he didn't come down to the Dirt Car National or to the uh, Crate Nationals, but Randy Weaver or uh, Weaver was driving one of his cars, and uh, he was real excited. Twenty-time champion from Bloomington, Bloomington, Indiana, will be on the line with us when we come back for our second segment of Dirt on Real Racing USA.com. This is Showtime, Sean Smith, and you're listening to The Dirt World with Joe Dirt and Billy the Kid. Billy, will you put some dirt on my dog? Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. They say those who can't play coach. 
Apparently, those who can't coach sit 30 rows back, shirtless, shouting obscenities. Thanks to you, our team is armed with game-winning tips like catch the ball and throw it. You stink. That sucks. What a bunch of losers. Not just catcalls, but subtle psychological ploys to prod your team to victory. Reverse psychology. So here's to you, old sultan of shouting, because while there may be no I in team, thanks to you, there's always an F and a U. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, Lively racing, message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Karnak.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Karnak gets it done. No matter what, get out and see some dirt racing. Get some dirt on your face. Get some dirt on your dog. Yeah, dirt on your dog. Absolutely. With Billy the Kid, my name is Joe Dirt. Dirt World on RealRacingUSA.com. This is Real Racing USA, and you're listening to Dirt World with Joe Dirt and Billy the Kid. Thank you, Jack. Welcome back to Dirt World, our Wednesday night installment, our final program of the 2008 season here on RealRacingUSA.com. With Billy the Kid, I am Joe Dirt, and as promised on the line with us right now, the 20-time World of Outlaws champion visited us, visited us on Sunday here in Central Florida, now traveling back to Bloomington, Indiana, Steve Kenzer. Steve, I bet you like the weather better down here, don't you? Uh, quite a bit better, actually. We have had freezing rain uh, <laughs> uh, pretty slick up here right now. Yeah, I knew it was rough, man. We were taking a look at the uh, the radar a little bit earlier this afternoon, and, man, that whole... That whole region up there, you guys are just getting slammed. But, hey, that's part of it. You did spend some time. You rolled into Volusia on Saturday night, parked the rig, and then uh, got everything all dialed in on Sunday. Uh, the biggest part of this, Steve, I guess you guys are kind of preparing the new wing configuration, and you chose Volusia for that test. That's pretty cool. Uh, we was just testing a few things. Uh, I had a, had a, you know, just had a few things uh, we wanted to uh, wanted to try, uh, see, uh, you know, something we don't do a whole lot of, but... Uh, uh, just uh, take taking advantage of uh, a little time off. We had a couple cars sort of ready to go, and hey, you want to try some different types of wings and things like that, and just uh, play it around a little bit. Steve, you know, testing is on everybody's mind. Uh, race fans, of course, with the Cup uh, announcing that no more testing will take place, certainly here in the winter in Florida. But how important is it is it for a, a sprint car team to travel to different short tracks and test? I mean, obviously, you guys gained some good information. You got some good. Uh, input uh, behind the wheel of what what exactly you guys were trying to accomplish but is that something that's fairly common to see a you know a, a front running uh sprint car you know spend a day or two at a racetrack uh in the off season well it's nothing we've never did a whole lot of uh, over the years it's something that uh uh probably probably more so in the last couple of years uh there's a few teams out there that uh that does have the budget to go out and test and, and, and sometimes uh uh, you just sort of got to get in line and, and hope that you can do that. Uh, and right now, it's uh, uh, believe it or not, the testing part of it for the sprint car things uh, for us is uh, for the race team. Steve Kinzer racing is still uh, 
uh, relatively new was uh, something we've only did three or four times and still sort of learning how to test. Uh, but every time we go do it, we seem to learn a little bit more and uh, know what to look for and, and get a little more organized. But uh, it's still uh, still something that's uh, uh, not doing us, uh, you know, not doing us a lot of good, but not hurting either at the same time, too. You'll get a little bit of time off here, and then you're going to head south to Australia for uh, some some uh, sprint car racing in Australia in the beginning of January. I believe it goes a couple weeks. Uh, some of the testing you've done this week, can you take some of them notes with you, or is everything a whole lot different down there? Uh, we can take some of them with us. Uh, uh, you know, not 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 a uh, not uh, some of the stuff I tested. Uh, I won't take with me, and some of it I will. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, pretty well, what I sent over there is what I got right now. So, uh, I mean, I pretty well got my shock packages over there, and. And uh, my wing 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 package, uh, you know, and, and that's basically what I was uh, doing some testing with, and some chassis, uh, different types of chassis, with, you know, just was uh, with some different, uh, uh, you know, motor heights, uh, motor angles, and, uh, and 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 places where they're at. Uh, but pretty well, the package I've sent over there is what it is. So it's uh, it's it's uh, it's not going to change now. Steve, uh, talking to Shane Carson earlier today and, of course, over the last couple of days, we, we just got to thank him for all the hard work he puts in with the World of Outlaws. But he said, you know, with the exception of the new wing configuration, which is the same size but just a little bit, you know, a, a different sheet metal shape, you know, things are, for the most part, status quo with the World of Outlaws with the chassis and the engine packages going into 2009. Uh, obviously, oh, it took this many years to finally find the right combination in the world of outlaws, uh, it looks to me, is just as strong as ever. Well, you know, there's uh, pretty well. We're pretty well coming back out with the same, pretty well the same package we ran last year. Uh, uh, down to the tires, uh, uh, we have went to a little bit, a little bit different wing. Not, 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 not a whole lot of change in that. Uh, went from a, just a little bit of a dish, uh, dish on a wing to a flat top wing, uh, which doesn't make a whole lot of difference. It's, it's uh, from you know from what we're uh, testing a little bit. It's a uh, has a lot more of what you do the sideboards and basically uh, where you, the position where you get a mount on your cars compared to uh, the rest of your chassis, and, and that can vary from from what kind of where you run a uh, 39 inch to a 41 inch motor and, and different things. So you just sort of see what fits what, and uh, you know you get it. The cars, uh, you know, it's, it, it some of the, some of the stuff's got to be positioned for. For myself to try to get a good balance on the race car, different weight drivers, and things like that. Now with uh, Craig racing for Tony Stewart, are you and you and him ever kind of exchange any notes on things here and there? Do you guys ever try to go test together some couple places or no? No, we ha- we never have. Uh, you know, I would uh, I would uh, probably never ask Craig a whole lot what they're doing and uh, in their situation. But uh, at the same time, I would <laughs> probably give him any information I could. Uh, 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 does a pretty good job. Uh, uh, you know, he's a Division One wrestler, and 
And, uh, you know, got a, he was uh, like one round out on NCAA as a freshman last year, making All-American. So he's, uh, he's, up a, he's, pretty, he's a pretty tough wrestler. Yeah, just talking to Stevie a little bit on Sunday, she said that you were pretty excited about that and you guys were you guys were enjoying that and uh, going and seeing that. It kind of gets you relaxing away from the racetrack, they were saying. So uh, that's a pretty neat deal, man. Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy uh, sort of my, you know, I sort of my off season. That's uh, one of the reasons I was uh, not even going to go to Australia. But uh, uh, we're, we're we're pretty good shape, uh, leaving just over the holidays, the first year. So we don't really miss. I'm going to miss uh, one. I'm actually going to go to a tournament in Chicago uh, uh, Sunday and then uh, fly out, uh, come back and fly out Monday and. And I'll miss uh, I'll miss uh, one of the Midlands tournaments. Uh, I think the 28th of December. Other than that, I'll be back uh, uh, to pick up all the Big Ten season. And, and uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, as the Big Ten championships come in, our racing season starts. So uh, uh, last year I was able to go to the NCAA. Uh, this year I think will be at Tulare Racing, so it's going to be tough. So I might get to make it to the first night, and and uh, won't be able to be there probably on a Friday, Saturday. But uh, sort of uh, sort of the way it works. Steve, uh, my son, he's 20 now and uh, just graduated fire college, but he wrestled his entire high school career. He was also born in Indiana, so he, he knows about your son and his status at Indiana, Indiana University, and he's just always had a special connection with you, man, so I just think it's awesome. He was actually also Sunday uh, part of the two-man rescue crew there at the racetrack. He really enjoyed watching you, but uh, just to kind of to move out of that um, uh, we talked about Craig and, of course, the fact that you and Craig are the only father-son duo ever to win the Knoxville Nationals. What an accomplishment there. But uh, Steve, uh, do you feel, Steve, that, that for 2009, I mean, it obviously doesn't appear you're slowing down anytime soon. I mean, you've done everything that's possibly, you know, to be accomplished in sprint car racing. There's just got to be something eluding you. Well, what now at this part of your career would just really, would just really uh, you know, just – Put the icing on it for you. Well, you know, again, we're, we're you know we're out there. To, we're going to try to go out and win a championship. We'd like to win our twenty first championship. Uh, it, it gets tougher uh, for Steve Kinzer racing and Steve Kinzer is, is for sure. The more uh, the older the older I get, uh, and again, we we pretty well uh, do our motor program in house. Uh, basically, everything in just out of the shop. We build our motors, prepare them, and go up and down the road, which is. Uh, it's probably the only race team that does that, and and, and it makes it tougher. Uh, you know, it's it, it's it's uh, it's hard to it's hard to stay up with some of the motor builders that. All I do every day is try to try to make these race cars perform and and, and uh, make them figure out how what kind of horsepower, uh, what kind of range you want to do to get them hooked up to the racetrack and different things. But uh, it's something that Scott uh, Gerken and, uh, and and Randy, my brothers, enjoyed doing and. Actually, I've enjoyed it too. Uh, uh, I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know if it saves us any money or anything. I, I think sometimes uh, we could probably run for some motor builders with us with the help of them and, and, and pay them and maybe be money ahead. But it's still something we enjoy doing, so uh, we'll continue doing it. Absolutely, Maxim. Uh, the chassis of choice. Everything is going well. You talked about Scott, your crew chief, and of course your brother Randy. Will uh, Gary and Scott uh, re up with you? Uh, Scott Martin, uh, will they re-up with you in 2009? Everybody staying the same as far as the crew goes? Yeah, pretty well. Yeah, Gary and Scott's uh, going to be back with us. Uh, and again, it'll be Maxim Chassis, something, uh, you know, I've ran, I've ran with, with Chuck Merrill and Maxim Chassis for quite some time. Uh, uh, all around, I've been uh, probably won more championships and, and have more cars out there uh, for a lot of years. Uh, 
and and, and you know uh, you know it's something I'd like to win another championship to them and myself. Uh, uh, I mean, if if uh, you know if I didn't think I could uh, had a chance of doing it, I I probably wouldn't be out there running. But it, and, you know, I'm pretty sure if we get a race team and our motor programs right now, and we get well, I know. I know I've got uh, I got people that I know that can win championships, and I think I can do it. Uh, whether we can pull one other one off, I don't know. We'll just wait and see. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man. If it's any uh, indication, uh, you know, that's certainly possible. Your career is just absolutely unprecedented. Steve is is um, five hundred and how many wins? Five forty, five fifty. Well, yeah, it's, dude, it just keeps on growing with this guy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, since, uh, <laughs> uh, since the since uh, uh, since the new organization with uh, with the uh, World Racing Group, uh, oh, they've uh, they now can they do count do count every first uh, oh, night oh. for the two day show. So uh, uh, if it were, if we was counted those over the years, I'd be well over a thousand probably. Yeah. But because uh, yeah. we didn't ever count the first night of a of a two day show, which now now they're counted as wins. So sure, so we've got quite I don't know how many I don't have it is, but uh, we've won a lot of races and and hope to win a hope to win a few more in the next few years. See, from the uh, diecast and collectible side, we got a lot of people listening to the program. Billy's uh, heavily into the diecast collectibles. Uh, Q Motor Oil's been on board with you. Just a beautiful paint scheme. Just a great relationship you got there. You drove the uh, James Dean configuration not long ago. Any? Uh, can you talk about perhaps any kind of special promotions? Maybe a different paint scheme on the car for 2009. That's well, we haven't really decided what we're going to do with the car this year. Uh, that's still sort of up in the air. Uh, we had changed uh, some. Uh, uh, it's. Uh, you know, in the last couple of years, uh, Q, uh, Q, it's been Q all, and now it's going back to uh, a little bit of a more of the Q and the Quaker State, and I think are coming back to the green a little bit more, which I pretty well stayed with the green anyways. Uh, uh, but uh, with the with the, well, I've seen the new paid scheme uh, 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 for the dragster and then some of the other things, and the, there's a lot more green involved in it. So we have not yet figured out exactly what we're going to do if we're going to leave the car basically the same as on paint scheme or or make some changes. That's something, that's something we're going to make a decision on here pretty pretty quickly. Uh, but uh, pretty well going to be with uh, Quaker State again. Uh, they've been a good sponsor with me since 94 and, and hope to have them around for the final final years of my uh, career in this. And, uh, and, I, and I hope it to be another uh, two or three more. But uh, we shall see what happens there. They've been a great sponsorship. And it's hard to, it's hard to run down the road without them. Hold on now! Don't start pinpointing two or three more years. I I just got into this about ten years ago. I need you to run another ten or twenty. Yeah, well, I I, I wish I, I wish I, I wish I could do it that long, but uh, who knows? We'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll uh, uh, sometimes your eyesight gets a little bit different, and your your taste is just a little bit. It's a little bit harder to keep some of the weight off. But uh, we I feel like we can be compatible right now. So we'll take it one year at a time right now. This show is. Uh, Mostly dirt, but anything working for like an IROC thing again or no? Well, I mean that series is not around right now. You know what I mean? It'd be great. Uh, it, uh, IROC series was around for a lot of years, and uh, in the last couple of years it uh, sort of out. But uh, no, but basically my the my rest of my career is going to be uh, with the uh, with the uh, you know with the fourteen uh, four ten uh, wing sprint cars uh, running the world outlaws and uh, and uh, you know hope to uh, hope to support it. Uh, to the best, uh, the best we can, and be a part of it for uh, for some time. Uh, even if I decide to quit, I uh, wouldn't mind having a race team there. But uh, that's uh, uh, as of right now, there's no plan on quitting. Billy, are you going to ask him to come to Ocala while you got him on the phone? No, actually, I, <laughs> actually, I wasn't going. I was just 
mentioned it to Ken Schrader about the UMP mod, but uh, I'm sure that by now I don't know how that works with the All-Star Circuit of Champions, but uh, January 29th, 30th, and 31st, the All-Star Circuit of Champions will be making their appearance at the Ocala Speedway, and there's no doubt in our mind we'd love to see Steve Kenzer there, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens and go from there. Well, I'll probably come down and run a few of the All-Star races before the World of Outlaw races. Uh, like I said, we don't have a whole lot there, and we'll probably uh, we'll go out and run I might not run some of the cars uh, I ran there. I might pull some other things out and and use uh, uh, use those for, for preparation to uh, going into the weekend for the we getting into the world of outlaws also. Sure. Well, I tell you what, I'll let you get down to Australia and do what you're going to do. When you get back, I'll ring your phone and tell you what's yeah. going on, and we'll get together on well, that. Uh, all I know is it's a long ways to go, but I know the weather's nice when I get there. So, uh, <laughs> I hear you. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, that that I can't enjoy. Uh, they get through summertime and. Uh, uh, go over there, and it's it's pretty nice to go over and just run one racetrack. We're going to run five races in wow. in a period of uh, about ten days, so we're going to stay pretty busy. The good part about it is I'm going to be at one racetrack right there in the Sydney at Parramatta, and uh, I can I got a shop right there to track to work out of, and it's uh, you can sort of get a little bit of uh, relax relaxation in with it, and, and then some racing right along with it. Steve, that uh, is parallel to cup racing here in this country. If I if I'm not mistaken, sprint car racing in Australia, right? Uh, come back, I didn't hear you there. Sprint car racing in Australia is just as popular as cup racing is in this country. It, it's, uh, it, you know, it's a, it's a, one of the popular sports, especially in the wintertime. Uh, uh, they don't have a whole lot of sports to compete with it uh, in the wintertime. Uh, they got uh, pretty well pretty well all there is to do. Uh, <laughs> there's a cricket in the wintertime, and then, of course, they got their football and the rugby leagues in the summertime, which is a great big sport. And not that cricket's not, but... Uh, there's just it's not it's not quite like uh, it's not quite like the states where there is a lot of different types of sports right. and uh, 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 a lot of competition there. But so so it makes racing a relatively big sport in winter uh, near summertime. Cool man, Steve Kinzer, what a pleasure to have you on Dirt World tonight. We can't thank you enough. Uh, have a great time in Australia and certainly have a wonderful Christmas. Our best to the entire family and uh, uh, once again, thank you so much for your time and we will certainly. See you in February. Uh, no problems. And I want to thank, uh, thank, I want to wish all the race fans uh, a great uh, holidays. And uh, looking forward to uh, getting down to Volusia and starting the season. Thank you, Steve. Good luck in Australia, man. We'll talk to you hopefully before Dirk Cronassus. Maybe we'll have you on one more time. All right. Sounds good to me. Thanks, my friend. Right, bye. Good night. You know, uh, it's 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 not a tough ordeal, but uh, Steve Kinzer, twenty-time world champion, and uh, this Gold is one twenty-one. This is one of the biggest shows that we've had. And, you know, I want to say that probably uh, my most memorable moment in, in, in racing revolves around this guy here. And I will tell you why. I've done a lot of things. I've, I've worked a lot of racetracks. I've spent time with a lot of racers. I've seen a lot of great racing. I've done a lot of things. But I flagged Steve Kinzer's 514th victory. I interviewed him. Yeah. So 514. To, to me, to me, that's. That's that's pretty high up on the level, and it just happened to be the same year that World of Outlaws offered me a job flagging sprint cars full time, and I decided to stay here. But that's you know to some people, some people are probably sitting at home going, "What the hell does this guy do with anything?" Hey, listen, when them things get around there in 12 seconds, 13 seconds, there's 24 of them. It's a pretty big deal. And yes, I, it is. I will tell you, the night that I done it, they you know they run these transponders on these cars, and uh, on lap 27. I remember it correctly because I was reaching down to get the white flag with the yellow so I could give them two to go, and Craig Delansky passed him on the inside. I was like, damn, this ain't going to be good. 
Well, Delansky passed him right before the strike. They went back down into turn one, and Steve Kenzer passed him. When the race was over, the scores came to me and says, there was a glitch. I said, a glitch? They said, there was a glitch in the in the uh, scoring. Something happened because it prints out and tells you who's leading. And lap 27, it credited Craig Delansky with leading the lap. And they were like, Delansky didn't lead the lap. I said, Delansky did lead the lap. And they were like, all the scores missed it, but the transponders hit it, and I saw it. Right. Which was pretty neat. I mean, it's it's that pretty it's pretty awesome deal, and uh, I'd like to see Kenzer get a win this year at Volusia Square Park as well as everybody else would. Uh, Finished up 2008 with four victories. I mean, he's had seasons that have just had you know 12, 15, 20 victories. So you know, like he said, you know, things uh, no, get no, a little tougher for him. Nonetheless, that's Steve Kenzer, man, and he still runs up front. But no matter what, he's always going to be the king. Absolutely. Who's going to win 20? There's no. Who's going to win? John Force might win 15 or 16. He's, he's almost done. In the, yeah, he is almost and done. And the NHRA, I mean, let's face it, there ain't nobody going to – I don't think Donnie Schatz – I don't think Donnie Schatz could ever win 20 championships. And like he said, he's got 500-something career victories. Imagine if they were count. They only counted one for the two-day shows. Right. Imagine if they well were – well over 1,000. Thank you. That's pretty damn good. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. An amazing guy. What a great interview, too. Oh, he was awesome. <laughs> you, Unbelievable. He, he was awesome. I mean, it's uh, – You look at Steve's face, and, you know, we – it's a fine line that you got to walk in the pit area, and Billy, you'll certainly agree. We've walked up to drivers. you got to kind of, I don't know, you look at them and see just exactly where they are on the car, what they're doing to it. We know personalities of most of these drivers. Right. Steve Kinzer, with, with his facial expression, generally you wouldn't want to walk up to this guy, I ever. Went, I went up to Steve Kinzer a couple years ago. I bought uh, 10 or 15, how many ever it was, 20-time champ sprint cars. They were color-chrome. They were 20-time action, did them up. Yeah. Um, I had the raced one. Yeah, they made uh, that was the 500 win. Right. But they made uh, they made like 2,000 these things, and I found a deal on them. I bought them. I took all. Matter of fact, it was 15. I remember. I took all yeah. 15 of them to Kenzer's trailer, and he signed every one of them's wing for me. Just as cool. I as sold every one of them on eBay. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't gonna tell you the lies. I sold every one of them. <laughs> I wish I had three or four left. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I got. A, but he's the kind of guy. He, he's very deceiving. You wouldn't. Oh want yeah. Him approach this is what guy. he. This is what he said to me. This first day, I said, uh, I told him what I did. He goes. Bring them on this date. Yes, sir. You got it, bud. Yep. I brought them back, and that's and that's, and that's out of respect. You bring in. Absolutely. It's the same thing. A lot of people don't realize it. I got a pretty good relationship with the dude Lasowski, um, and he's that way. Yes, when they're is. at when they're at the racetrack, what people got to understand and remember, they're there. That's their living. They're working. They're working. I don't they're like in. when I'm on my job. I don't like it. Same. Everybody listening knows the same thing. We race for fun on Friday and Saturday nights. People race. We don't have anybody that really comes to the track on Saturday that may race for a living. So when they're racing for a living, all they ask for is a little bit of space. When they're working, they want their space. Now, there's a time before and there's a time after. But during the show, it's kind of hard. People are like, that guy's a jerk. This guy's a jerk. It's not a, It's not about that. It's about giving them. It's the same thing with Tony Stewart. He's the same exact way. He just wants to go there and enjoy himself. And I promise you, he will sign an autograph. It just takes a minute to get him to do it either. You know, if he's in the process of doing something, people walk up and tug on your shirt, man. You know how it is. Absolutely. You know, they. they hey, i never seen this guy in person. Hey, I want to see Tony Stewart, you know, and. It's just one of them deals. Dirt Car Nationals is huge, and you see Ken Schrader, and you see Dave Marcus, you see Bill Elliott, everybody's Clint Boyer, everybody who's a big name out there. And oh, yeah. You know, they're, they're there to have a well, good time. Well, a lot of people, like Ronnie Brown, our flagman, he gets starstruck, okay? And he, and he, and he does. I mean, we've been out there so many years, and we've yeah. seen him. These, these are racers, yeah. you know. Ronnie gets starstruck, he can't and, get and that's something that, he, that he's got to work on. I, I, We're we're, we're talking about the Dirt Car Nationals. Right. Let's back up and talk about this past weekend. we got just a few more minutes on our final show of 2008. The Holiday Convention Classic, you know, a lot of people went into this event uh, very skeptical. 
Uh, I think for all intents and purposes, Billy, it went off very well. Obviously, with Kenny Schrader picking up the win uh, on Friday night, Alan Peacock uh, in his street stock, actually driving Casey Watson's street stock. Alan Peacock, the defending champion, picked up the win. Josh Bird in the number 42 uh, sportsman picked up the win Friday night. Then on Saturday night, sprint cars with Harold Matthews. This dude is unbelievable, a paraplegic driving in the Florida Mini Sprint Association, picked up a win in just commanding fashion. Uh, a wonderful interview in Victory Lane with him. And Willie Jude got an early Christmas gift from uh, Otto Scrape. When Otto Scrape had problems trying to move around uh, the young lady, Amanda Ferguson, in turn number three, the wing uh, broke on that thing. He lost a tire, I believe he said, and uh, would, would finally just have to pull it off the racetrack. But uh, Willie Jude picking up his first ever win in the newly formed Top Gun Sprint Car Series. Talking to Willie, he said, you know, it's a pretty good deal that these four tracks have put together, so he'll try to run the Top Gun Series. So uh, the state of limited sprint car racing right now at the end of 2008 seems pretty good. You know, you're talking about that deal, uh, actually the sportsman and the uh, hobby stocks, or the sportsman and street stock was Saturday night. But, uh, yeah, big win for Josh Bird. Uh, he, he picked up, I think that's his first career win in that car, and uh, Alan Peacock was on top of his game driving Casey Watson's car. And Friday night was huge, too. With, with We already talked to Friday night's model winner. But, man, what can you say about Daryl Padgett? Daryl Padgett has been on a tear in the last part of the season. He picked up the win, and what a race between him and Whitener. I hate to see the lap car come into play like it did, but, you know, I don't understand this deal sometimes with some of these lap cars. They don't want to show the same courtesy that they expect you to give them, but that's one thing that needs to be worked on. But It's usually the same guys, though, Billy. It was just an awesome race between Mark Whitener. And I tell you what, I think Tyler Riley have a good. he had a good car, too, and the wheel came off there at the end. But, you know, what an awesome weekend. And, yeah, it was something new we put together for this weekend. Got rained out Thursday night, but I thought Friday and Saturday was a huge success. Probably could have used a few more bucks in the grandstand, but it is what it is. And uh, this Saturday... Yeah. There's racing going on at Putnam County Speedway. Yeah, man. And, you know, they want to do this before dark. They're going to try to get this done. I think the gates open at 12 o'clock, but let me confirm that. Well, Jack, I... do you recall when them gates open? Uh, no, I do not. All right. That's, I'll just get that right here. And, uh, you know, I think it's wonderful. The, a lot of people have come together at this racetrack over the past couple of weeks. They've gone out there. They've cleaned it up. And they're so excited about, you know, keeping this place afloat. And, this weekend might they be a pretty will, good show, man. Yeah, it, it might be. I mean, you know, we took last week off, uh, had a couple family things to do, but they did arrest some people in the deal with Kevin Mills' dad getting uh, shot. They, yeah, they, they got arrested suspects. two suspects, Absolutely. and I think that's awesome, man. But um, if you got a car that you want to race this weekend, take it up to Putnam County Speedway. You know, go up there and support them. Uh, no, you know, give them, give them what you can. You, you have a good time and enjoy yourselves. It's, you know, no matter what, Christmas is going to be here next Thursday. They might earn a little extra money. Buy me something. Saturday, December 20th, gates open at 12, grandstands open at 2. They're going to start racing out there at 3 o'clock, folks. They're going to race modifieds. I'm going to go there and see if I can sell popcorn. Hobby stocks, sportsmen, pure stocks, mini stocks. You think they'll give me a job in the concession stand? Uh, I know they will. And four-cylinder bombers. And the worst part about it, you'll do it for nothing. You're right. Be there. Just because I love Just racing. let me in. Come on out and join us. I know that place like the back of my hand. Yes, you do. And uh, happy holidays from, of course, the track management of, uh, and all the employees of Putnam County Speedway. So they're looking forward to seeing you. That is on Saturday, December 20th. Get you home before dark. I think it'll be awesome. Nobody else is racing. And uh, I don't know that I'll get a chance to go. I, I'm going to try to spend some time with the family this weekend after a long season and uh, traveling every weekend and uh, get ready and lock down for the, for the holidays. But uh, I wish them the best of luck. I hope they have 200 race cars there and 14,000 people in the grandstand, and everything goes well for them. 
want to wish happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas to all the great listeners of Dirt World. This has just been a great uh, program thus far. We've been on about 17, 18 weeks now. Just when was your first show, Joe? Man, I, the week of Knoxville Nationals, I thought. It was July the 30th, 2008. And as a matter of fact, at the conclusion of this show, we got it all queued up. We're going to replay it, man, your very first show. That's pretty awesome. We come a long way. We got ourselves a website. We got ourselves an email. We got, hey, got we got apparel get, coming. Hey, we got apparel. We, yes, we do. We got hats and shirts coming. We're working on some sponsors for the show. I'm going to get you to sign some of them things for me, Billy. I want you to autograph them. I'm going to sell them on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna get much, buddy. You know, but uh, oh, we got uh, we got a diecast center, and I mean, I mean, getting close to Christmas. Sold four cars this week to the to the Wells family, and I uh, got to do some modifies for Larry Birkins. I got a couple of cars I need to put up on there. Uh, the the Mark Whitener. I'm gonna do Mark Whitener a championship car for the National Late Model deal, and uh, pretty big deal. We got hats. I got visors coming. I got one. We need to take a picture of them, put it up there. Hats. We got ourselves a logo, Joe. Yes, we. A do. logo yeah, yeah, embroidered. We're, Joe. What? We're somebody in this world. I think so, man. Huh? Billy, thank you for doing this program with me. It's been a wonderful ride. Uh, we'll take a couple of weeks off. We'll be back the first part of 2009. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody tonight. We thank Ken Schrader, Steve Kinzer, certainly Shane Carson. Miss Shannon Buckingham. Yeah, definitely. We'll, but hang in there, folks. A couple of weeks, Shannon said he'll be on. Jimbo, get better, man. You know, we're just really praying for you. Dirt Racer 20, enjoy the weather up there in Tennessee. We miss the, the Smoky Mountain State. And, of course, we thank Tony Venezio for listening Next, uh, Next Dirt World show, I'll make an announcement what I'm going to. Oh, okay. You're going you're gonna to make some choices, Billy. I already did. Good lord. I'm you gonna, did. I want to make a move. All right. Oh, another move? Yeah. Because you you already you made the big move already. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah. Oh man. Good so, lord. I mean, might not. You know. Keep all, on going, because one day we're going to look back, and you're going to you're going to look down and say, "Yeah, I used to do a show with that guy." Nah, you're going to be no. I used to. It's going to be. I do a show with that guy every Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah. Enjoy the sugar fields, Billy the Kid. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> Folks, from all of us here at Dirt World, we thank you so much for being a part of this program. And uh, have a wonderful Merry Christmas. Thank you, Jack Smith. Happy Merry New Christmas, Year. Bill, and Happy New Year. Go to Putnam. Get some of that red clay on your face. Get it on your dog. There you go, For Billy the Kid, I'm Joe Dirt. Good night, everybody. I remember also What you need and you leave the rest But they should never Have taken The very best The night They go home They sit down When all the bells are ringing The night They go home They sit down And all the people are
Stay tuned, proud and brave, but a Yankee, a lady. 